slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. Everybody and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you can join us. And folks, the day we have been waiting for since September is finally here. Islanders hockey is back tonight. Madison Square Garden, Rangers, Islanders couldn't ask for a better team to open the season against. The rivalry will continue and the Islanders are re- really ready to get this season started, trying to build on that long run to the Eastern Conference Final last year and uh, make 2021 a special year for Islander fans. It will also be the last year the team plays at the Nassau Coliseum, and uh, next year we will be at the UBS Arena in Belmont. Looking forward certainly to that, but first. Let's talk about this team. We've got a lot to discuss. The roster is out. We'll break down who made it, who didn't, and what it means. Plus, the taxi squad has been announced. We've got our Islanders' birthday of the day. We'll have a little preview of the game, a little bit more with John Chick of Locked On Rangers as we previewed the game tonight. And uh, we will talk all things Islanders on today's show. If there's something Islanders-related that's on your mind... Feel free to send us an email, the address LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the air when we talk about your question, comment, or topic. You could follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWarsNYRVSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all things New York Islanders. And I will be tweeting tomorrow during the game, so uh, we'll keep you up to date that way as well. So, here we are. Opening day, the hockey season, NHL season, actually started yesterday. Pittsburgh and Philadelphia met in the first game, and, uh, you know, NBC went all out with three games back-to-back-to-back. Kind of great, and, uh, you know, hockey is back, but... Now, starting tonight, the Islanders are back, and I am very excited for the start of this season. Couldn't ask for too much more uh, after this long, long wait. So here is the uh, Islanders roster as they officially announced it. Uh, Don't forget, you know, the first three games tonight at the Garden against the Rangers. Saturday, second meeting. Uh, with the Rangers at Madison Square Garden, and then the home opener will be Monday against the Boston Bruins. Here are the Islanders' uh, forwards that made the roster in alphabetical order. Josh Bailey, Matthew Barzal, Anthony Bavillier, Casey Sezikis, and Zeke should be good to go 
for tonight's game. Cal Clutterbuck. Now, Michael Dalcole on the roster, but placed on injured reserve. Jordan Eberle, Ross Johnston, Leo Komarov, who did not get uh, claimed on waivers. Anders Lee, Matt Martin, Brock Nelson, Jean-Gabriel Pajot, and Oliver Wallstrom. Eight defensemen made the team. Sebastian Ajo, Noah Dobson, Andy Green, Thomas Hickey, Nick Letty, Scott Mayfield, Adam Pellick, Ryan Pulak. The two goalies on the active roster. Again, all of this in alphabetical order. Ilya Sorokin and Simeon Varlamov. So that's the active roster. Then we move to the taxi squad. Four players on it. Uh, three skaters and one goalie. It's uh, Kiefer Bellows, Austin Zarnik, Otto Koivula, and then goaltender Jakob Skarik. So that is the taxi squad. Those players are eligible to play uh, in the game tonight, and it remains to be seen uh, exactly how the Islanders plan on sort of getting this roster together. So according to Lou Lamorello, who spoke with reporters after uh, the roster was officially announced, uh, he said the door was open. Here's what Lou Lamorello had to say. I don't think that either one of them has been any final decision. I think we'll find that out tomorrow as far as what decision the coach will make. We have all players available, as you know. Players on the taxi and players on the roster that you received today are eligible to travel with us and eligible to play there are different reasons in practice that different people are used at different times. So, at the end of the day, that means that we still do not know who is going to be on Jean-Gabriel Pajot's wings on that third line. Now, you had Bellows and Ross Johnston Wednesday's practice. That was the trio. Uh, Wallstrom was on that line at different times. So, we still don't know how this is going to play out. Barry Trotz said, the good thing is we've got some choices. We put ourselves in a place to be flexible with those choices. I'm really happy with some of the young guys and the strides they've made. We're going to see some of our young guys are going to be in the lineups in the future here, if not tomorrow night. So then Trotz goes on to compare Bellows and Wallstrom, who are both candidates to be on that third line. Kiefer's game is a little small area game, where Wally's is, I'll say, a big area game. Wally has a release that is an elite release. The other parts of his game continue to get better. The other line's pretty much set. Uh, it'll be Barzal with Lee and Eberly, Bavillier, Nelson, and Bailey. And then the fourth line, of course, Sezikis, Martin, and Clutterbuck. You have Pelik and Pulak as the top def uh, defensive pairing. Then you go to Nick Letty on the second pair, along with Scotty Mayfield. And then for the third pair, you have the veteran Andy Green and the youngster Noah Dobson with Ajo and uh, Hickey available for depth. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see who ends up starting the season on the third line I get the feeling what we're going to see a lot of is experimentation with 
<clears throat> the hot hand and maybe the, the matchups dictating who gets those spots. So if someone is playing well, let's say Wallstrom plays in uh, on Thursday, you know, tonight, has a good game, he'll probably be back out there uh, on Saturday. If he has a poor night, maybe they go with someone else. If it's a more physical or big opponent, you see uh, more likely to see Ross Johnston out there. There are a lot of different possibilities and a lot of flexibility that this lineup gives Barry Trotz uh, to maneuver with, and uh, we'll certainly keep you updated as to how everything looks. We've got a lot more to get to on today's show. We've got our Islanders' birthday of the day. We'll have a full preview of tonight's game, and, and John Chick of Locked On Rangers will join me for part of that. All this and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, the season starts tonight for the Islanders, but there's still time to get in on the betting action. Yes, you can pick the Islanders to beat the Rangers tonight. You can place a wager on how many points the Islanders will get this season, or how any individual Islander will do. Or maybe you want to say Barry Trotz is going to win the Jack Adams Award as Coach of the Year. You can wager on this and anything else you can think of sports-related, and there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust for that, and that's betonline.ag. They have so many things for you to bet on, and if you sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code Locked On, you will get a 50% welcome bonus, and that is free money for you to bet on. The NFL playoffs are coming up, the NBA is underway, the NHL is now underway. There are so many different things that you can wager on, but don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to get your 50% welcoming bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. By the way, great video released by the Islanders to promote the team for this upcoming season. And check that out on Twitter and on the Islanders' official website. It's it's inspiring. It really got me psyched up and and ready for this season. And uh oh man, it's it's just so past due for me to to think about getting this season underway. Don't forget we'll have my fearless predictions for the season coming up in just a few minutes. Today's Islanders birthday of the day. Happy 57th birthday to former Islanders center Sergei Nemchinov, the native of Moscow, Russia, originally drafted by the Rangers in the 12th round back in 1990. Yeah, he played for the Rangers when they won their only Stanley Cup since 1940 back in 1994. Joined the Islanders in 1997-98, played almost two, two full seasons with the Isles, and then later also played for the Canucks and then later the New Jersey Devils. And, you know, Nemchinov, yeah, he had a 30-goal season for the Rangers, but more of a steady defensive forward who could kill penalties and play sound hockey in all three zones. I, I think Barry Trotz would, probably would have loved him, but he did have some offensive ability as well. And once you got over the fact that he was an ex-Ranger, he was a solid addition to the New York Islanders. Uh his best game offensively as an Islander, November 29th, 1997, at the Nassau Coliseum. Islanders 
and St. Louis Blues going at it. Eric Fischel in goal for the Islanders. Former Islander Jamie McLennan was in the net for the Blues, and it was Sergei Nemchinov, our Islanders' birthday of the day, getting things started. He got his third goal from Tom Chorsky at 314, 1-0 Islanders. Islanders continued. 58 seconds later, Brian Berard, his ninth of the year from Ziggy Palfi, and the Islanders had a 2-0 lead late in the period. Scott Pellerin in the box for interference. Travis Green has a power play goal. Palfi and Robert Reichel with the assists, and after one period, it's 3-0 Islanders. No scoring in the second. In the third, goals by Brett Hull on the power play from Pierre Turgeon and Al McGinnis starts to get the Blues back in it. Islanders were down two men as both Brian Berard and Rich Pilon were in the box. And then five and a half minutes later, Jim Campbell scores his sixth from Pavel Dimitra and Jamie Rivers, and the Islanders' lead was down to three to two. But in the final minute, Sergei Nemchinov ices the win for the Isles, his fourth of the year, second of the game, Claude Lapointe and Tom Chorsky with the helpers at 1933. Islanders skate away with a 4-2 home win over the St. Louis Blues in this one. Eric Fischo, 34 saves to earn the victory. Islanders outshot 36-20 in this one, but still skate away with the win. Two goals, as we mentioned, for Nemchinov, Palfi, and Tom Chorsky each with a pair of assists. As far as shots on goal, Chorsky and Nemchinov tying for the team lead with five each, and those two had half of the Islanders' shots in this game. So once again, a very happy 57th birthday to former Islanders center Sergei Nemchinov, one of those rare players who played for both the Rangers and the Islanders during their careers. And, um, Nemchinov, a good all-around guy, and uh, for two seasons, re representing the Islanders very well. That was back in 97-98 and 98-99. Don't forget, if you're interested in wagering on sports, check out the latest podcast in the Locked On Podcast Network, Locked On Bets. They'll have inside information to help you win your wagers Check out Locked on Bets wherever you listen to podcasts. Right now, let's uh, finish up my conversation with John Chick of Locked on Rangers as we preview tonight's game between the Isles and those beasts from... Your thoughts about Thursday's game as we head into the season opener? Man, I don't even know what to expect. I could see this going one of a, about a million different ways, and I, I, it's something I'm going to ask you about as well, but I'll weigh on, the, on this first. I don't know whether to expect this to be like a typical Ranger Islander game where there's all this nastiness and there's a couple of fights and all those good things. I almost don't expect that to happen in this first game just because it's opening night for both teams. Everybody's aware that it's only a 56-game regular season as opposed to an 82-game regular season. So every single game takes on that much more importance. So I get the feeling it might not feel like a typical Ranger Islander game in terms of the amount of nastiness on the ice. Now watch, I'll say that, and there will be three fights in the first period. But <laughs> but, but I, that's just my gut instinct, and then I get the feeling, of course, they play again on Saturday. I feel like that's when we could see some of that Ranger Islander chippiness, nastiness, whatever you want to call it. But I think that first game... Uh, at least by Ranger Islander standards, might be a little bit cordial, uh, just because both teams know they got to get a win here. But uh, what do you think? Just general thoughts on on the uh, matchup here? 
I agree with you that Saturday night is probably when the bad blood will start to boil over because anytime you got the second uh, game of a back-to-back kind of a situation, and we'll have a lot of them this year, uh, that's when you have these little grudges that come up and, hey, that guy gave me a dirty hit in the last game. I've got to get him back, that kind of a thing. I I think that, you know, the intensity level in some ways will be ratcheted up because – each game is that much more important in a truncated schedule than it normally is. And I mean, as far as the Islanders go, I just know that Barry Trotz will have them ready to play. And I I expect we're going to see a a clean, good physical hockey game on Thursday night. I'm with you there, man. You know, sign me up for that. And uh, one other thing that I wanted to ask you about is, uh, you know, it's kind of become a running joke on my show. Like ever since I started this podcast, I've always kind of been campaigning for the Rangers to bring back Derek Broussard, especially because they were really thin at center going into last season. And even now, probably one of their thinner positions. And I just like him. I think he's a versatile player. Obviously, he spent last season with the Islanders, a little bit up and down for you guys. But he ends up going to Arizona on a one-year, $1 million contract. Would you have liked to had Derek Broussard back this season, or were you cool with letting him walk now that he's getting a little bit older? I was okay letting him walk, not because I don't like Derek Broussard. I think that he is still a useful role player. Uh, and I like his versatility. He could play center. He could fill in on the wing. He can give you second power play minutes when you need to. But I just think that the Islanders have too many players with similar skill sets to his, and that with the cap being such a tight squeeze right now, it didn't make sense for them to bring him back. Better off to give some of these younger guys, whether it's a Michael Dal Cole or an Oliver Wallstrom or a Kiefer Bellows, a shot at that kind of a role. So uh, I, I think he could have helped the Rangers. I think he will help the Coyotes, but I just don't think that this year he would have been a, a good fit to bring back to the Islanders. I got you. And uh, do you want to throw out a prediction for this game as far as, you know, a final score or somebody to score a goal, any, anything that you got for, uh, for Thursday here? Anders Lee gets the game winner, 3-2 Islanders in overtime. I have three, two Rangers in overtime, also in overtime. Uh, I haven't, I haven't really thought of a, a game winner. You know, I could just say Panarin, but then again, it's like that's just kind of the predictable thing to say. Oh man. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna go with Panarin in overtime. It might be the the standard answer, but in a lot of cases, it's also gonna be the correct answer. So give me Artemi Panarin in overtime to get them the win. Should be a great game. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and Gil. Uh, Pleasure talking hockey as always, and we will definitely have to do this again throughout the season. I mean, our, our teams are playing each other eight times, so I'm, I'm sure we'll do this again. Absolutely, and hopefully again before a playoff series if everything breaks right. John, thanks so much. Always a pleasure. Yeah, same to you. And uh, Ranger fans, Islander fans, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time. Islander fans, if you're like me, I know a lot about hockey, but not a lot about fixing my car. But there's help. You can go to rockauto.com. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers, but rockauto.com's prices are the same for everyone, and they are reliably low. rockauto.com is a family business, and they've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com and shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything your car needs. From tail lamps, motor oil, brake parts, and even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, 
You can get everything you need in a few easy clicks, and they'll deliver it directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com All right, we are back. Don't forget, check out... uh, Locked on NHL, if you want a league-wide perspective on the National Hockey League, they'll have the latest news from around the NHL, all 31 teams represented, and you'll hear experts from all of those teams talking about the topics that they know best. Locked on NHL, available wherever you listen to podcasts. So, some fearless predictions as we head into the season. First of all, look, we've talked about it throughout the offseason, This division is stacked. It is not going to be easy for the Islanders or any other team in this division, for that matter, to make the postseason. There are six playoff quality teams on paper coming into this season and only four playoff spots available. I do think the Islanders will qualify for the playoffs. As far as breakout players, to me, the two main candidates, Anthony Bevilier among the forwards, Noah Dobson among the defensemen. I do think by the end of the season, and uh, this is again one of my fearless predictions, Ilya Sorokin will be playing at least 50% of the games and may even take over as the starting goaltender for the playoffs if he is as good as we think he is. And, you know, to me, the question is, does he adjust to the NHL and the smaller rink and the angles quickly enough. If he does, he could be a factor in the playoffs for the New York Islanders. I also predict that Anders Lee is going to have a bounce-back season offensively. His goal total was off a little bit, and I think it will ratchet back up this year. Obviously, prorated over a 56-game season, but I think, you know, if this was an 82-game season, I think Lee gets back to the 30-goal plateau. Uh, I also think that Nick Letty will have a solid year for the Islanders. I think moving up to the second pair full-time will give him more ice time, more time on the power play, and I think Nick Letty is ready to have a, a good season and show Islander fans and players around the league that he is far from done as being a quality NHL defenseman. I I think also Josh Bailey will quietly again, because he's not flashy, have a very good game, and that Oliver Wallstrom will have a nice year for the Islanders. On the downside, I'm concerned about Casey Sezikis, Matt Martin, and Cal Clutterbuck. Not so much that they're not going to be good enough, but maybe that injuries are going to play a role in their season And the other thing is this, and I am concerned about it, and I hope it does not become a factor. We have already seen uh, 17 players on the Dallas Stars uh, test positive, 27 players around the league on nine teams having positive COVID tests, I hope, sincerely, that the Islanders will not be hard hit by COVID-19 over the course of the season, and obviously hope that all the players around the league who are uh, testing positive will make a full, complete, and speedy recovery. I also hope uh, that maybe even just for the playoffs, but I hope there will be at least some fans allowed 
at the Nassau Coliseum as we say a final goodbye to the old barn for the New York Islanders. That's going to do it for us on today's show. I'll be back tomorrow with a full review of the season opener against the Rangers, a preview of Saturday's game against those same New York Rangers. We'll break it all down and take care of it. We'll have our Islanders' birthday of the day and a whole lot more, so join us tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody. Enjoy the season opener. Hockey is back. The Islanders are back. And, of course, let's go Islanders.